Hey everybody, I am back after a long time. I took a break. I think the last episode I had was in April, which is crazy long ago. Now that I'm thinking about it, I really have been slacking. But great news though, I now have a co-host, Lauren. She has been on a few episodes with me the first season and she is hilarious, fun, smart. Uh, There's really no better person I can ask to join me. So let's get to it, guys, and let's talk 30. So Lauren, do you want to introduce yourself to the the people? I feel like you have a lot more followers than the first time I joined when it was just Frankie. It's now just like, it's now my friends. (laughs) (laughs) I have some friends to listen to. Yeah. Um, so when I first joined your very season one, episode one, I gave out my Instagram handle because I was thirsty. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this brings us to <laughs> single dating relationship. You guys, you have to let the, the crowd know where you're at. Yeah. Because that's important. Um, <laughs> I am dating. I'm dating someone, but it's very casual. Um, so yeah, just hanging and banging. (laughs) I respect that. Um, no, we're, I'm really excited to have you. Yeah, it's going to be good. I think, yeah, if anybody I was going to choose, it had to be you. I'm glad someone finally chose me. (laughs) No, I'm excited. I I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, today we wanted to get into um, our first topic together in terms of societal pressure, right? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people talk about this a lot, especially our age, just because we're at that age where, you know, people are, you probably feel more pressure than ever um, about you know, taking that next step in their relationship, um, having, getting married, having a kid. Okay. We're getting to this age where like, we need to think about having kids like right now, get some more high risk, if not, and a house, a million things. So, um, it's, it's been a really big stress for me lately. Um, how have you felt lately societal pressure? Like, would you say? Well, considering I just had my 35th birthday, that's a good solid solid year um I woke up the next morning and honestly didn't feel great I was like I'm 35 I'm single and I I'm I don't know I just I felt weird about it my birthdays I usually feel pretty good about and I just felt weird and I I hated that I felt weird because I shouldn't I have a great job I own a home. I have mm-hmm. an amazing group of friends. Um, there's so many things that I have that are that are good in my life, but I think it is that pressure of what you were just saying. Well, you're 35. You're getting older. If you want kids, which if I have the opportunity, I would love to have naturally. Um, but there's not even a potential partner in the picture, so. And that's the thing is, too, that can move so fast. And I was talking to some of my girlfriends about that last night, um, about how right now I don't want kids still. Yeah. Like, and I'm 32, about to turn 35. 30. <laughs> that's <laughs> my damn. You're skipping a whole lot of good years, stuff. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm trying to be 35. I'm trying to be a year. No, I'm turning 33 uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, I still really, I've never really had a niche for kids, to be honest with you. And that's another thing where you feel pressure. Like, no, why don't you want kids? You don't feel like you're almost normal. Like, yeah. I don't feel like I, I feel like I, a little concerned with myself in general that I'm like, why don't I want them that bad? Like, don't get me wrong. When I see my friend's kids, I do get a little, I'm like, Oh, I can maybe see this. And I get a little excited. Um, but I don't think I'm going to be that type of person until it happens to me that I get super amped up. That's how I've always been. So I think if I'm pregnant, I'm going to be super amped up, but the whole, like thinking about it stresses me out. But anyway, I was talking to friends about it last night and they were saying, we know people who are like 39 and 40 who are just like, all right, I think I'm ready to have kids. And because they just like lived their life, they were like traveling, they were, if they met their significant other's leader in life and they felt like now is the time and they didn't feel uncomfortable by it because their age and stuff. And I was like, I love to hear that. Yeah, I think our generation is definitely a mixed bag. Like our parents obviously got married very young, had kids right away. And I think of, I have a, a, I have several friends with kids. Majority of my friends have kids, but some of them had them later. People even in my family who decided to have kids later because they wanted to establish themselves in their career first, be financially stable, um, you know, live their lives before they decided to quote, settle down and have kids. And I think a lot of people now are like, well, just because you have a kid doesn't mean you lose your life. Mm -hmm. You can choose to do that. And some people do, but you can bring your kid along for the ride. And, but I think even the generation below us is even more focused on career, establishing themselves and really building a life before marriage is even a focus mm-hmm. and that's something they also said to me too last night is they were like man it, the, there's such a big beauty of having kids also later in your life because you're financially stable yeah too like you know more i mean yeah you can be making a good job have a good job make good money in your like late 20s or whatever mid 20s but you're definitely making more money in your 30s probably at that point you're climbing that corporate ladder or you you, you t- essentially you're going to get pay increases more you're moving around to mm-hmm. different companies too so that is a really good point um and you just have a little less stress in that sense yeah so but even now i mean even this i think of for us as females the social pressure of marriage and family but i think now there's a huge socioeconomic pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, Tampa is blowing up. The cost of living keeps on rising. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the cost of rent, the cost of buying a house, mm-hmm. it's astronomical. And so there's this pressure of, you know, I'm in my mid thirties, I'm in my late thirties, I can't buy a home yet, or I haven't bought a home yet, or you want to, you want to live here, but it's, it's just the cost is going up and up. And then you're questioning, am I in the right job? Am I, you know, do I need to go back to school or my student debt? Like there's all these, I think, financial stress factors that are finally rearing their heads in our lives. Whereas in our twenties, we weren't really focused on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's crazy. That's the stress that I feel now. I'm very fortunate to have found a house before the market boomed. Yeah. Um, fucking ape shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But it's not, it's not cheap. Yeah. I mean, ship breaks. Yeah. AC breaks. You have rats. 
roof leaks. <laughs> like it, it all happens. And I think you just see these things on social media where your, your life is supposed to be or should be in a certain place and it's not. And so to your point, we have the society pressure that makes us feel less, not, I don't want to say less of a person, but less valuable than we should think of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before we were talking to Frankie, when he left, you know, he brought up that comment with Instagram and how I was on, I saw somebody's story at this beautiful house and I was, I didn't cry, but I was on the verge and I didn't realize he thought he saw, he knew I was going to cry. Him bringing that up tonight, I was like, oh, you saw that I was going to cry. Um, he was like, yeah, you looked like it. Um, I, I really was upset. I thought about it all day because I was like, why am I not there? Why can't I do this? And then you start thinking of all the negatives around you financially. You're like, oh, I have the student debt. Oh, I got to pay this off. And then you're just going down a rabbit hole and you're incredibly negative. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and he made a good point that day. I think he did say, like, you got to remember, like, you, you know, you, you have a really good situation going and you do have a nice house and then you're going to want something else and you're going to want something else and you're going to want something else because you're comparing yourself and Instagram is no, social media is just no help in general. And it's giving us more and more pressure around that. You see all the baby pictures, you see all the, yeah, the new houses, the new interior designing stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. I yeah. am very jealous. As you can tell, I cried <laughs> when I saw a house. So I was like, I really want a house. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't know. And it it's it's really sad that we're sad about thinking about things that we don't have when we have things in front of us that are beautiful. But and that's normal. And like you yeah. said, social media is the instigator. I think when it first came out, it was an opportunity to briefly escape reality, but now we're so entrenched in it, we feel like that should be reality. And I think too, with the pandemic, when we were all locked down, or in Florida, we were locked down for like a week, but everyone else in the world was locked down for months. What else did people do? Mm-hmm. They're on social media, they were on TikTok, they were on Instagram, they were on yeah. all the things, and you get sucked in. And I have friends who will confess, I spend four hours on TikTok. I refuse to join TikTok. I'm not on it. I'm not either. Oh, good. I will say some people have sent me like <laughs> a few funny things. Oh, they're great. Yeah. But I could totally see getting sucked in. Yeah. And like I said to you, I this weekend purged my Instagram because I went to see Daniela mm-hmm. and she was talking about how she just got rid of it all together. And she said, I, she's about to have a baby and she realized that it wasn't giving a, it wasn't bringing her, it wasn't uplifting her in any way. Mm-hmm. If anything, she was becoming more critical of herself as a person, as a mom, as a wife. And so she just got rid of it. And I was staying at their house, sleeping on the couch, <laughs> like in the living room that night and like scrolling through thinking, why do I follow half the shit that I follow? Yeah. And I told you, I went through every account and thought, does this make me feel happy or better about myself or does this make me feel like I need to be better or do and there's 
certain things should push you and make you want to be a better person. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a negative, at what point is it a negative push? And I deleted, I, I don't follow anyone now. I follow, (laughs) how many people do you follow? I don't know. I follow the workout people who, that's good stuff, who only post workouts. Yeah. They're not posting like fashion and whatever. Like it's truly just, Hey, here's an arm workout. Here's Mm -hmm. a butt workout. Here's a cardio workout. I follow cooking because yeah. I love food, which is why I need to follow the workouts. And then I have my close group of friends who I follow. Yeah. But yeah, People I People that make you feel good. Yeah, they yeah. make me feel good or watching their story makes me laugh or makes me happy. I don't ever look at some... Now what I follow, I don't ever look at and think, gosh, I wish I could be this person or, you know, yeah, hey, they wanted a cool trip. I'd love to go there, but it's not, oh my gosh, I want that life. I don't know. Yeah, I I think that's a really good thing that you did is, yeah, follow those people who give you a good positive feeling about yourself, kind of like surrounding yourself with people who you, who who support you, you, who love you, yeah, and that you don't feel insecure by, because I've always been that person that was always worried about other people think, but didn't really mean anything in my life, gotten way better at that, just like people who are my my close friends, my family, those are the only people that matter, and um, it's yeah. very cathartic. I highly recommend doing a social media purge. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I don't, I will never delete it altogether because I do get a lot of good things out of it. But I would challenge all you listeners um, <laughs> to look at who you're following and really, why do you follow them? Why do I follow? The guy that I met at a bar three years ago that we exchanged Instagrams. Yeah. Why? challenge you to delete 10 people from your Instagram that you follow. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. I can and don't do refollow them when I leave. <laughs> that would be weird. Of course, me and Frankie are now getting the question, you know, when are you guys getting married? We're getting it now. I mean, I'm sure Frank is. I, I am. And I'm like, ah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah, right? Like, you let me know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it is so funny because it is true. Like, you just go through this. Okay, now you guys are dating for a couple years. Well, like, maybe next step is that. So, but, it, but it's like, why, yeah, why don't we as a society, like, embrace, like, the fun things we're doing in our life? Like, yeah. I mean, we do. Like, I, you know, me and my friends ask each other how we're doing all the time. But I even catch myself as well being like, when do you guys think you're maybe – are you, you know, gonna have a, you know, have a kid maybe, or like, yeah, it's so, it is like that, like, cycle. That it's we've... natural, and that's what's yeah. been put in, and that's what society has dictated mm-hmm. for so long, and I do feel like hopefully in the next few generations, that will be the minority of the conversation, mm-hmm. um, but I, I also think it's a lack of social awareness, and people don't know how to have conversations that are organic and they just feel this need. Oh, you're in this situation. So this must come next. Or you're in, in this situation. Well, this must come next. I think about my dad and my stepmom. Mm-hmm. I love my stepmom. I think she's so sweet. She's so nice. Mm-hmm. Every time she comes over or I see her, yeah. she asks, so are you dating anyone? Are you seeing oh, anyone? Yeah. And you know, no, I just, Lauren, I, you know, you own a house, you have a good job, you're so beautiful, I just don't understand. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, thanks. 
Yeah. Okay. Like, is this supposed to make me feel better? Makes you feel way, way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Not like embracing like all like saying it in a way. You have a house, man. You're a bad bitch. Yeah. I have a great job. I own my own home. I have a great group of friends that I'm traveling with, and I and like all the good things that I'm doing and the fun that I'm having is insignificant to the fact of oh, but you're doing it alone, or Mm -hmm. oh, but you know. Yeah. And that was like something too that it was really nice to really chat with um, a couple of my girlfriends last night who have kids. And they were, because we, you know, we, I talked about it a lot. I was like feeling like that pressure of like those next steps and me wanting a house and all that stuff. And they were like, man, chill out. Like we wish we did. Like we're just like things move so fast for us. Um, we're so happy where we are. It's just like, you know, Things are so different. We can't on a whim now go for a weekend and go right. travel. We and one of my friends who just had her first child, she was like, "Man, I I, I thought about going to like a country concert and I couldn't go to a country concert on a whim because I was like, should I need a babysitter?" And so she's like, "Those are some of the some of the things that are so beautiful about being like single or just like yeah. without kids, like that you don't realize how much freedom you have and how." amazing it is and mm-hmm. embrace it and enjoy it as much as possible and um the grass is greener like right like so we're you know could be thinking about all these things but at the end of the day they're thinking like oh man you, all, you always stuff. want what you don't have and when you yeah. get what you want then you want something else that you don't have and yeah. this is gonna sound so stupid but it always seems to think of like people's hair i have <laughs> i know <laughs> no, that's so true i have super thick curly yeah. hair and I hate it. I just want straight, pretty hair. And then there's people who, when I have it curled, they're like, oh, my God, I would kill for your curls. Yeah, I'm like, I would really? love that, too. Take them. Shave it off. Take them. Like, I want your hair. Yeah. But it is. You know, I look at my friends who are so happy with their families, their husbands, their spouses. You and Frankie. Like, I look at people who are in different situations than I am. And I love that. I want that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like society has told me all through growing up, that's what you should want and that's what you should have versus allowing myself to want what I want because I want it, not because society told me that I have to have it. Well, think about it. What did, what did we do growing up? We watch all the Disney shows. Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella. Mulan when was the is- best. Mulan was the best. <laughs> and she sold out and she <laughs> fell in love with what's-his-face from... Yeah, no. Great example. Yeah. But what is what is their happy ending, right? The mo- ending up with the man that they fell in love with. How- I do agree. The way we were raised, the Disney movies, all of that. I honestly feel worse for guys. I think that they talk about it less and they show it less, but I think there is much more of a societal pressure on them. Mm-hmm. Not. I don't think there's as much of a pressure in terms of you know, feeling that need to get married and have kids. But I think there's definitely the financial pressure mm-hmm. of you need to be in a successful job. You need to make enough money to support people if you need to. You need, Like, yeah. I think they deal with a lot of pressure financially. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the kind of the old school mentality, though, right? That yeah. we shouldn't be holding well it was actually interesting i was listening to something a podcast the other day and it was about how um it was kind of funny afterwards she she said that she was pregnant or no she had a child and she got a job offer 
for this company and he asked, are you going to be essentially good with schedule, yada, yada. And she was like, it's so funny. I get all these questions about my like schedule and, you know, this is, do I have daycare? And, you know, me feeling insecure about this situation, they're just concerned about me as a woman. But my husband never got asked any of those questions. He is the same fucking kid as I do. (laughs) (laughs) I was dying. I was like, that is probably so true. Well, then I think there's single dads. Like, I think I went out on a date with one guy who was a single dad and had primary custody of his kid or a majority of custody with the kid. And I feel like I'm sure... His company doesn't ask or never asked childcare needs. You know, he probably had to be the one to bring up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I need flexibility to be able to drop my son off and pick him up. I need this, you know. It's assumed that there is a female and that if there is, that she's the one that's taking care of it. And yeah, it's not always the case. Oh, my gosh. It's so true. It's like, yeah, there is... You know, why can't women, right, like, have the whole the whole career and have their kids? Because I see it in my company, though, as, like, really successful women. Mm-hmm. They have kids. Um, I am always impressed by that. I do look up to them a lot because I'm very career-driven, and that's another yeah. thing, a part of, like, who I am today. I, I've always been I'm, – I'm career, money-motivated. <laughs> I want all the next <laughs> stuff we brought up and I'm 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 thinking that just like reassuring yourself every day of how awesome all the positive things you have in your life all the people you have supporting you um is so incredibly important to yeah you, to I'm gonna realize. challenge all of our listeners yeah all of our friends I'm hoping you guys are listening delete 10 people off your Instagram who do not add anything of value to your life and every morning out loud give yourself two positive affirmations not necessarily about looks either because I feel like that's where everybody goes to like I am beautiful (laughs) like okay there's more to it than that if you would like to maybe throw in one comment but you can be beautiful I whatever I got your last yeah yeah I don't know that's but I know what you mean. Like, you want to really, like, reflect on, like, what they've accomplished in their life. And you may, I do not feel beautiful at 4.30 in the morning when I wake up. I have a crease down the middle of my forehead because I'm an angry sleeper and I scowl when I sleep. <laughs> so I have this line between my eyebrows. <laughs> I have little squinty eyes. There's like crusties. Like I am not, my hair's everywhere. I'm not, I, I don't feel beautiful at 4.30 a.m. Um, I'm not sure why Frankie dates me when I'm sleeping. <laughs> After I wake up, I'm not sure why he's still in a relationship with me. I have my mouth wide open when I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he can probably put like things in my mouth. I'm wide open. Like I look... Heinous. And then I'm breaking out, so I have, like, they say put toothpaste on your pimples. <laughs> so yeah, so you put toothpaste, so you sleep with toothpaste on. On my one side of my face, I have toothpaste all over it. He said, are you, are you kidding me? Like, you have toothpaste all over your face. And I was at like, least, I put it on at there. At least you smelled minty fresh in the morning. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm, not a good, I'm definitely the ugliest sleeper in the world. I yeah. think 
I I think I might beat you. At least, at least you're oh, in your I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't say that I was an ugly sleeper. I oh. said I'm an angry sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, wait, what do you guys say? Uh, you used to end the podcast with XOXO Gossip Girl. How are we going to end our podcast? Oh, man, we've got to start something new. You say X's, I say O's. Yeah. XO. Um, no, you just, <laughs> you just say X. And I say O. And then we say it together, Gossip Girl. Yeah. Okay. X. O. X. O. Gossip, gossip Girl. girl. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Let's think of something different. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs>